So the whole world is still going to absolute shit. The Bon Appetit test kitchen, the Bon Appetit cinematic universe is in hot water. Uh, to add to things 2020 has taken from me, including Kobe Bryant, anything I enjoy about sports, and now Star Wars Celebration, Anaheim as well, as that has been canceled. So it's been a, uh, it's been a rough week, as it is. It's been rougher for many more people. I can tell you that, but uh, it's been a, it's been a weird week, and uh, you know, got to do what you got to do. So, with all that being said, we still have movies, we still have entertainment of some sorts, as long as it's not the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen, uh, who has not posted video in almost two weeks now due to all of the controversy surrounding them. <laughs> yep, one of the shining lights of. Our lives has been thoroughly snuffed out by the rampant mismanagement and uh, racial tensions that come along with big business uh, because people are just jerks and they cannot seem to just treat people well. So, uh, yeah, just a terrible thing. Terrible thing, you know. But, um, hey, it's almost, it's almost the end of the week here. It's almost Friday. Big day tomorrow because it's Friday. And uh, I'm sure we'll go into the weekend strong. Um, I have my Intex 10 by 30 above ground pool just staring at me. And I uh, tell you what, when it gets real hot outside next week, or not next week, this weekend, you can bet you'll know where to find me. That's right. Floating in the cool, subtle waters of the Intex 10 by 30 above ground pool that I have placed in my backyard to enjoy like a, you know, hey, you know, I, I'm not going to cast any judgments on people who enjoy above ground pools. I'm one of them. So, uh, yeah, so be it. Um, but like I said, folks, we, uh, amongst, amongst it all, we still have, we still have entertainment. We still have movies. We still have TV shows and, and uh, uh, coming more now than uh, than previous couple months, we have movie news and TV news to discuss because uh, things are starting to ramp back up again. Uh, the world is starting to wake up from its two and a half, three month fog of being in complete and utter lockdown. And uh, yeah, so now we have news to discuss. Now we have things to talk about. And uh, that's what you came to this podcast for. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and do this thing. So, on today's episode, we're going to talk about Robert Pattinson. A couple months ago, he did an article at GQ that uh, didn't go over too well. Sounded like he wasn't working out or even trying to do Batman. But now, things have seemingly changed. DC announces the DC Fandom Event, an online Comic-Con type of event. Uh, that's going to go over various different movies in their universe. That's coming up in August. Uh, the Snyder Cut released a teaser trailer. Tenet 2 was delayed two weeks into the end of July. And could this movie be tied to Inception? Um, Artemis Fowl sucks. And various other movie news coming up right at you. So, without further ado, it's time to dive in. This is the Cinemax Take Podcast. So, um, 
yeah, guys, welcome, welcome back to the podcast. If you don't know, if you haven't noticed, uh, it's just I'm, I'm doing a solo show today. It's just me. It's Max Lee. I'm your host of the most. Uh, yeah, I'm just your host. I, I'm just your host at Max Fozzie. And uh, excited to do another episode. Happy to have you back on board uh, for, for another another week of movie news and action. So uh, it was kind of a slower movie news week, but uh, some, some little exciting bits and things. A lot more comic book focused and to my delight, a lot more DC focused. Uh, it's, it's, I'm going solo on this show today. I don't give a shit. I'm going to talk about all the DC stuff that I want to talk about. So buckle up because there's a few of those topics in here today. Um, but yeah, guys, a couple of things of housekeeping up at the front. If you didn't know, you could just go to Max Fozzy uh, on Instagram, uh, where I have recently just posted the brand new logos that we're rolling out for this podcast uh, that I'm, I'm really excited about. We did a really, really good job of these, and I have some really more fun, exciting things to debut about those uh, podcast logos, um, hopefully within the next week, because we want to do a live stream. We've had to keep kind of delaying it, because things haven't been lining up the way we want, um, but I could tell you that we, we, we're going all in on this thing and uh, really excited to get going because I, I, love, I love these logos, guys. You got to go check them out. And I'm going to post it to the Cinemax Day podcast Instagram as well if you follow us there. Um, that's going to have all of our uh, uh, updates and podcast info that's coming up. So a lot of cool things coming with just those logos alone, not just the images, but there's some cool things that you'll see. Uh, we're building out that YouTube channel, as I'm telling you. Uh, we're going to start doing some editorials, when going to start doing video reviews. And then obviously we want to get to a point where we could just live stream every single Cinemaxic podcast. So you can watch us there. And then if you don't catch us live, if you don't, if you don't feel like catching us live, you can always just uh, listen to us uh, as always in podcast form and so we want to start doing that uh you know we're all getting we're all getting together anyways uh we usually get together uh as some weeknight and it, you know if we're getting together to do that why not just put it on live stream see if anyone of you guys would uh want to want to tune in for that and and uh, enjoy it i'm sure you would so yeah a lot of cool debuts coming there but yeah youtube guys we have a lot of cool things that are headed that way would love if you go to the cinemaxic podcast youtube channel hit us with that subscribe uh got a lot of fun things that i i just can't really wait to debut it's gonna be it's gonna be a really cool channel and we're like i said we're going all in we're we're sparing no expense when it comes to a lot of the, just the details of stuff to kind of launch this as a very professional looking, uh, high quality channel. And uh, I hope you guys are really proud of that. But enough of that. Uh, let's just go ahead and dive into this podcast. Let's get into what we watched this week. In this case, what I watched this week. And to be honest with you guys, I really did not watch much. Uh, there hasn't been many new movies coming out that have that have caught my eye that are going direct to video. And most of them aren't going direct to video anymore because theaters are opening back up and they're just mostly delaying because I think they're going to be able to get a good theatrical run. I think the last movie that you're really going to see that was uh, probably due for a major motion picture release that ended up being on uh, direct-to-video is Scoob. I don't think we're going to see any other ones change that up. I thought potentially Mulan, but I think Mulan has a a billion dollar outlook at the box office and they would not match that if they went straight to Disney plus. So I think that's it guys for the, uh, for the COVID-19 home releases. Uh, God forbid, if there's another, another outbreak in the fall that they have to, that they start doing that again, let's, let's hope that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, there just hasn't been much really to watch, but trying to like get to watch some uh, older things that I haven't caught before, like there will be blood and, 
um, a few other things, but just uh, haven't gotten around to it. I haven't gotten around to it. But I'll tell you what I have watched. I've watched those, the, the Queer Eye, the Queer Eye on Netflix, man. I love that show. Freaking love it. I hope we get a, a season six out of Philadelphia. Um, it looks like there is a 10-episode series there, and they usually only have eight-episode seasons. So I'm thinking because there's 10 episodes that they got, like, only two episodes to shoot in season six, and then they had to cancel the season because of COVID. So we might not get a season six anytime soon, which is a heartbreaker. Because I'll tell you what, I absolutely love uh, Queer Eye. It's a great show. Feel good show. Uh, those guys are all great. Uh, super generous people uh, with their time and their efforts. And you can tell they really, really take care of the people that they, uh, that they, they do a makeover for. And um, yeah, just, just absolutely love that show. That's pretty much all I've watched, honestly. I, I honestly can't think of anything else. So uh, yeah, that's, that's what we watched this week. So definitely, uh, definitely uh, uh, be hopefully looking out next week for something new that you could go check out on uh, check out for yourselves. And maybe you haven't seen that, that we watched uh, in the coming weeks. So sorry about that. Only Netflix stuff right now. Only, only streaming stuff, only just kind of feel good TV, I suppose. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what we watched. That's what I watched this week. So let's, uh, let's go right into the news here. Um, uh, Robert Pattinson had a lot of controversy we'll say about a month ago uh, for GQ magazine. He did an interview. The guy asked him what he's doing for workouts. And he basically, which was, a, I, I always thought he was joking around. Now, Robert Pattinson didn't, doesn't look like he's the biggest guy ever right now. He doesn't look, he's very ripped. Um, but I never thought, I never took him seriously with, with this article. It sounded like he was joking. Obviously he's going to try and put in for the physical fitness side of being Batman. It's not just something he takes lightly. And uh, that, that seems to be, that seems to be the case because in a new article, uh, Robert basically came out and said that he is, uh, is working out and doing a variety of exercises that, that, he's having to do. He's even looked towards Chris Hemsworth uh, and Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans for, for inspiration on being the Batman um, and trying to own that role for, for what it is. And I think that also, that also means he, he's, you know, having to embrace the physicality of Batman. So I, I love that he reached out to those guys, Titans in that, in that genre. Robert Downey hasn't honestly been working out, like getting ripped ever since. I mean, Iron Man one, he was shredded, but I don't think he ever did that type of workout regime, regime, regime again. Um, and he's just kind of been taking it a little easy, which makes sense. I mean, the guy's like almost 50. He's not like the most athletically built guy. Uh, that's just, uh, Robert's not one of those guys. who's just uh, Robert Downey Jr. In this case, is not one of those guys who just could just, put on a ton of weight, uh, on it, on a, on his body. Like he, he would be able, like a Chris Evans or a more athletically inclined person. Um, but yeah, Robert pretty much said, you know, you look at the true warriors of the superhero genre, Hemsworth, the rock Downey jr. Evans. And you wonder if you're putting yourself in the wrong place. Pattinson told healthy for men. He added that he spoke to a few of those aforementioned actors and nervousness and uh, taking on such physically challenging role of that superhero. It's all about pushing boundaries and building up to the point where you know you can do justice to the physicality required. And past that, so much as this is letting special effects and on-screen exchanges produce the real magic. Overall, it's just very exciting. Robert, obviously, 
was joking around in the GQ magazine. I think everyone could see that. And this almost seems like him coming out <laughs> almost as if the studio is saying, hey, please just say you're working out. For the love of God, people are losing their mind. Just give them something. And I honestly, because of how much of a 180 this is uh, from what it was before, because Robert does it. I don't think Robert takes in general, takes acting. It doesn't take himself too seriously. He takes acting very seriously. He doesn't take himself too seriously. So I don't think he, I, I, I don't, <laughs> to see a absolute 180, excuse me, <clears throat> see an absolute 180 of, of a of a statement here it it very sounds very much studio influenced um saying hey robert let's just let's just let's just make sure that people know you're actually working out and 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 you know let's not make anyone upset this is the literally the biggest maybe the biggest icon in the history of the world at batman there's a lot of people who care about this character let's make sure that they you know feel confident in you as the batman cuz we're going to need the the big bucks we're going to need that money when um when uh when when that time comes to release this movie so uh but yeah i i always loved the idea of robert being batman it was def it was my choice for who should play batman before they cast a new batman and i was super excited to to, to find out that they actually were going to do something like that i think he's a tremendous actor and he's he's got the uh, ability to carry this role for years to come even outside of batman movies doing cameo appearances and hopefully building a, a cinematic universe uh, as that character, because uh, I, I really think he could be great. Um, moving on, uh, DC announced the DC Fandom Event. Fandom is how it's spelled here, all one word, but Fandom Event, uh, where there is going to be things from the likes of the animated TV universe, the TV universe, the cinematic universe, all sorts of things, guys. And I, I cannot tell you, how excited I am for this freaking thing. Because they're going to have everyone here. Uh, everyone. Uh, the Flash is going to be there. Aquaman for Aquaman 2 is going to be there. They're going to be, I'm sure, well, it's for quote unquote Aquaman, but I, I guarantee you they're going to be talking Aquaman 2. The Batman, uh, Black Adam, uh, Shazam, and Shazam 2 has a sequel and is already going. Shazam 2 is, is in, in the works already. Uh, the Flash. Um, Justice League, uh, Snyder Cut, the Suicide Squad from James Gunn, and and much, much more, including, obviously, Wonder Woman 1984. Um, and it's just going to be a huge event, all online, taking place over 24 hours, that they're just going to do teaser trailers and, and announcements and events. And it's just going to be probably the biggest thing that DC has ever done in terms of of their cinematic universe in terms of their further fans. I, I feel like DC is one who always pulls their punches. There's very, there's very little Marvel esque moments where people fans just lose their minds at announcements. I can only really think of one. And that's when Zack Snyder announced Batman vs Superman was happening at comic-con. I think of two 2012 or something, 2013. Um, and uh, when he announced that the fans just went nuts but other than that, DC kind of pulls his punches. They're very, they've been kind of very corporate with how they announce things. Hey, here's a press release. Here's that. And you know, we're going to keep everything, our ducks in a row here. We're not going to do anything crazy. We don't need people getting all hyped up. 
it seems like this is going to go in the opposite direction because they have new leadership over there at WB for the DC branch of, of, uh, of, of media. And I think they're, they're done pulling their punches. They're, they're, they're knowing where their money is made and they know what gets people fired up. And that's big time announcements, big time reveals. And I, I cannot wait for this, including the fact that we have the, the, we, I'm talking like I'm on their team. Uh, they have the biggest movie star in the planet in Dwayne The Rock Johnson on board for their universe with Black Adam is that's such a home run win for them that they really have to take advantage of that. And I think The Rock has been instrumental in the changing over there at DC as well. Uh, not just from, not from the, the executive standpoint, but just his influence as an actor and as, as an executive himself, as a, as his production company is making waves in, in Hollywood. Uh, he has so much influence and because of that influence, a lot of people want to please him. And um, I would be shocked if, a lot of these things that are happening are not influenced by Dwayne saying, Hey, we need to go all in on this universe and these characters and, and show the fans we care because if you can get the fans to care, the universe will take care of itself. Um, and I, I think that, I, that shows you right there with Marvel and Marvel maybe never puts out the greatest movies, but they know fanfare and that affects everyone, including the critics and it gets people involved. And even if the movie isn't the best, it's still going to be reviewed well and it's still going to be enjoyed because everyone is a fan of freaking Marvel because they know how to build fanfare. And I, I, that's what DC has been sorely lacking and what Dwayne, the rock Johnson and uh, the new, the new leadership over there has brought to the table. So it's, it's a very exciting time to be a comic book movie fan and a DC fan, especially um, when it comes to this. So that's going to be happening in August, uh, August 22nd. Um, and it's going to be literally, it's, it's 24 hours of news, just nonstop. Um, and again, the Aquaman, the Batman, Batwoman, Black Adam, Black Lightning, DC Superhero Girls, DC's Legends Tomorrow, DC Stargirl, Doom Patrol, The Flash, Harley Quinn, Snyder Cut of the Justice League, Lucifer, Pennyworth, and Shazam, The Suicide Squad, Supergirl, Superman, Lois, Teen Titans Go, Titans, Watchmen, Young Justice Outsiders, and of course, Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, and you're going to expect, you can also expect news about WB Games and comics as well. So guys, it is going to be jam-packed event plenty of stuff that that they said here that that i'm sure they're saving for surprises um but yeah tv animated movies video games comics it's all happening august 22nd i'll definitely be tuning in for that that's gonna be a lot of fun um moving on snyder cut the uh the two two uh uh, you know, big surprise to today. Zack Snyder put out a teaser trailer for the Justice League, the Snyder Cut, that's coming in 2021. And it wasn't much, but it was in a scene we have never seen before. And it's got uh, Diana, uh, Diana Prince, uh, Wonder Woman, is standing in front of some sort of mural piece of art depicting an ancient, an ancient drawing of Darkseid, the ultimate big bad of the DC universe. And in the background, we have Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor doing his speech of the bell cannot be unwrung and that the bell has been heard throughout the, throughout the galaxy that's bringing Darkseid to planet earth. And at the end, and it's that. And then at the very end, we see Darkseid actually in the flesh on, on, 
freaking film taking over the world or something. I don't know. It's a, it's it's the scene at the beginning of Justice League where they're talking about the Steppenwolf coming. And it was, and then Justice League original and the Justice League cut we saw it's Steppenwolf that's there. It's not Dark Side. Here it is Dark Side. And uh I cannot be more excited to see Dark Side in live action, but I'm also going to rein in my excitement because Darkseid was never meant to be a huge part of the original Justice League. His presence was supposed to loom over the Justice League, basically. It wasn't supposed to be um, any much more of an involvement than that. So we'll see him. We'll see him. Um, But I I mean, I do not imagine we're going to get more than two minutes of screen time with Darkseid. It's going to be very small cameo appearances. Um, And we probably will hear him. We'll probably hear him speak because they did cast a voice actor uh, to voice Darkseid. And um, we we will hear him, I bet. But uh, it's for for two minutes or less. So, Um, But yeah, it was just a fun little teaser there. Zack Snyder just you know, poking the coals, getting everyone fired up for what's to come. Um, and he's going to reveal a lot more apparently at the DC fandom event. So definitely uh, be looking out for that. Um, Tenet, Christopher Nolan's Tenet, uh, the, the latest from the great mind of Christopher Nolan has been delayed, has been delayed a couple weeks from its, I believe it was July 16th launch date. Now it's July 31st um, is when it's going to release in theaters. And, I I tell you what, I cannot wait for this movie, guys. Tenet just looks like everything you want from a Christopher Nolan movie. It's it's strange, it's bizarre, it's in all the right ways. It doesn't go overboard, but the idea, the core idea of the film is so unique and and is explained and understood in ways that only Christopher Nolan can do it. And that's like in the way he does things for me is he he does these incredible movies with these incredible ideas that are such high concept ideas that you kind of go from like, what is he talking about? This is kind of baffling, but then you get to a point of understanding within the movie and you're able to enjoy the movie with that point of understanding. But what's great about his type of filmmaking is you go back and you rewatch these films later and you see, you understand more. And then because you understand more that opens up the doorways to more pathways, the story could take. Um, and it just continues to build on that every time you watch it and you, and you gain more understanding and you see more things you didn't notice before. Um, and that's how Christopher Nolan tells a story. It's, it's a very layered dense thing and it's always a pleasure to watch what he puts out. So tenant here with like, the plane plane of, of time and 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 being there un, unwinding things oh excuse me of sorts i i uh, seriously for the trailers absolutely no idea what how what this is about absolutely no idea how, how this is going to be explained but i'll tell you what who, who does know how he's going to explain it that's christopher nolan so um yeah, can't wait. Absolutely can't wait. I don't, you know, I'll, I'll probably be there. I'll probably be there to see that movie July 31st. I'll, I, I might wait until maybe a matinee or something, but I have to see this movie. I can't wait for it to come out on DVD or Blu-ray. I have to go see it. Um, so that's, that's definitely going to happen, and I cannot freaking wait for Tenet. Now, there is new rumors out there that this movie could be tied to Inception. There's, there's nothing concrete this is entirely speculative there's no leaks or anything like that so you don't have to really this isn't really a spoiler warning 
But there are theories out there, fan theories that suggest that Tenet is tied to Inception. And not just tied, it's a direct sequel to Inception. Um, and Cobb, uh, his kids, are the main characters. Not, not John David Washington, obviously, but Robert Pattinson is one of Cobb, Cobb's kids from Inception. And then there's a girl character in there, and I forgot her, her, her name. But she's also in this and apparently could be the daughter of Cobb. So you see two kids when Cobb comes back in, in Inception, a girl and a boy. And there's speculation that these are Cobb's kids who have, who have found a new way of, you know, tweaking with the world uh, outside of dreams. And, um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, and, and I, I, I think, guys, I, I think it makes sense. Because this feels so much in the same vein of Inception. Like, the way it's shot, the way the story is told, the way the dialogue is written, it is so much in the same vein that it's not, it, I, it, it's so much the same vein that it's not like a stylistic director's choice. It's like, oh, of course, this is a Christopher Nolan movie. I could tell by the way this is go. No, it's, it's too much on point. That it's past, like, a stylistic, artistic choice that it's like, Okay, this seems really like Inception. If you go to their IMDb pages for this as well. Uh, by the way, Michael Caine is in Tenet as well. Michael Caine was in Inception. So far, that is the only crossover character between the two. But here's the most interesting point. Uh, uh, John David Washington's character, Robert Pattinson's character, that one female actress that I should know the name of, but she is playing... Um, uh, the 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 doctor in this and Michael Caine, all their character names, they don't have any. It's blank. They have not released the character names for, for these for these characters. And for that, I'm like, okay, hmm, that seems like you're trying to hide something from us. So uh, I I could not be more excited. I just don't think this like Christopher Nolan does not come off to me as a guy who does sequels and stuff. Obviously. Batman is a different type of, of world that can that is much more keen to be set up for sequels. But like Christopher Nolan comes off to me outside of those like comic book things as a person who's like a one and done type of director when it comes to an idea. So if he builds off this, I'm thinking that is awesome. On top of that, guys, one of the main reasons I think this is connected is in, it's is tenant is so high concept like inception that it almost to me feels like Tenet could have been Inception. And by what, what I mean by that is that like he was coming up with ideas for his next movie back when he made Inception. And he really liked the idea of, of the base premise of Tenet, but he also really liked the base pe premise of, of Inception or, or he came up with two premises and he didn't have a title for either one of them. And he's just like, I like this premise more for right now. And then he made Inception with that premise and he took the other one and he put it on the back burner. And he's like, I'll, I'll come back to that later. And maybe he didn't want to come back to it because, you know, several movies came out after that. But maybe he thought, you know, there's a way I could tie this together with Inception. I, I can make this a sequel. I could make it a, 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 a tied together. And uh, I want to bring this back. And he goes back to that concept. And he makes now he makes a movie that he's obviously extremely excited about. He does not want to he, did not want to do direct release to video. He did not want to delay the movie. He wants people in theaters watching this thing. And then I'm like, 
I think that has a lot to do with the like potential leaks and everything. He doesn't want the the movie the moviegoer to miss out on a surprise. And again, guys, this is not confirmed. Nothing I just said has any weight to it whatsoever. This is purely speculation. So, <clears throat> man, how fun would that be if we found out that was a sequel to Inception? That'd be great. Moving on to our next story here. Artemis Fowl sucks. There's really not much to talk about, but uh, yeah, I didn't watch it. I don't want to watch it, but I might because, I mean, I have nothing else to do um, right now. <laughs> still, things are kind of shut down. You're still trying to get used to things. But uh, I think everyone saw this is going to suck. They crammed three books into one movie. And from what everyone says is that the character, the main character, doesn't even seem like the character from the books. They aren't even trying to align him with the character from the books. And for me, I feel terrible for those guys. Like you finally get a live action movie of a beloved franchise like this. And they kind of just like, no, we're not even going to make it anything like the books. We're going to take, we're not even going to give you the the character is going to be totally different. And that's what everyone's saying. It's like if Harry Potter was like, it's almost like if Harry, if Draco Malfoy, here's a better comparison. It's almost like if Draco Malfoy was more of a Harry Potter type character, like a noble guy, and he's not evil and, you know, a, you know, kind of a garbage person. It's, and I don't, I haven't read the book, so I, I can't speak on this, but my understanding is Artemis Fowl is not a very good person. He's kind of a, he's an evil crime lord type person and he's not nice and people don't like him and he does bad things. Uh, but in this movie, people are like, oh my God, he's like, he's, he, they're making him like a hero and stuff. And that's not what he is. So uh, yeah, I mean, you, for me, you don't just go changing up the entire character like that. And it doesn't make any sense to me because you want to get the, the book audience is massive. You want to make sure that you want to bring those people into the theater and, and make them happy. So why are you cramming all three books into like an hour and a half long movie, hour and 40 minute long movie, changing the character. So he's nothing like that. Like you're just losing out on money like that. I just never understand studio decisions. People love those books. People have read those books. People would watch those movies. So why are you like, I don't know if they were like, they were uncomfortable with making like a kid, a bad guy or something. I don't know, but I, I, I might watch that. That might be what's on next week's what we watched if I can get through it. But I, I've just heard such terrible things about that movie that I just don't know if I could get myself to do it. I, I just feel like I'd be sitting in front of the TV and, and getting on my phone eventually not even watching it. Just That just seems like it's like one of those movies. Um, Krista Stewart is set to play Princess Diana in the indie drama, quote unquote, Spencer. Um, there's some controversies surrounding this because some people are like upset that a British actress is not playing Princess Diana. I say, who gives a shit? Like, who cares? They, uh, plenty of British people have played American people and plenty of American people have played British people. Why does that matter? I, you know, I think people are just trying to make 2020 even worse with more controversy. We don't need any more. Please, when it comes to the freaking retelling of princess diana let's not like make the movie uh, uh the movie about this be another point of controversy because a british actress isn't playing her that makes no sense to me henry cavill is british and he's playing freaking superman superman is like a red-blooded american from krypton it's just like you know it makes it makes no sense to me if they could play the role well if they went and they did a great job in in the casting call and, and they read they read the script well and they liked her, then that's who needs to be cast. The 
the creative the person the creatives behind the movie thought would fit that role best. So I don't understand why there's any controversy here. Krista Stewart's a great she's a great actress too. There's no denying she's really grown past what she did in Twilight. Um, as did Robert Pattinson, and she's got acting chops. She I, I haven't seen much of her work, but um, I, I've heard great things about what she's done. Um, and she's really done become a, a good actress. And, you know, she used to just do the pouty kind of like mumbly, I'm just a mumbly pouty girl type thing. Like, you know, like, like, like the, you know, teenager outside hot topic and your local mall type thing. But it, she's grown past that and she's become a, a very well-respected actress. And uh, I'm sure she's going to do a great job with this role. That's all I'm going to say there. Um, and finally in the news today, uh, this is a little bit of TV news. We got a first look at Brendan Gleeson of Donald as Donald Trump in the Comey rule. Um, this is stars, uh, Jeff, um, oh shoot. Uh, what was his name? Jeff, uh, it's not Jeff Daniels. It's the guy from Dumb and Dumber and I always get it mixed up with Jeff Daniels. No, it is Jeff Daniels. Never mind. Okay, it is, it is Jeff Daniels. Um, we've got Brandon Gleason, who uh, otherwise known as Mad Eye Moody, um, uh, from Harry Potter, and Jeff Daniels, who is playing Detective Comey. Brandon Gleason is playing Donald Trump. Um, I can tell you what, Brandon Gleason, he's got the silhouette down. Uh, I could, I, I could. They, they don't show much. They do not show really much of what he looks like. You just see the silhouette, and let me tell you. The hair is properly thin. The the neck is properly stretched. There is clearly a little a little butt crack at the bottom of his neck, just like Donald has. Um, you know, he is spot on done. He's 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 got it down. He's he's got the the fatness right. I mean, this is method acting at its best. And uh, I'll tell you what, yeah, I. Uh, this looks good. This looks good. And I like Jeff Daniels in drama roles. But this this in particular, this looks like this is going to be a good one, guys. This is uh, this is who's who's doing this one. Showtime. This is a Showtime original. Um but uh yeah, I think I they don't they don't have there's no trailer or anything. Uh it's just uh at least I don't think there's a trailer. Yeah, I think there're just a couple screenshots. There's nothing more than that. It's not much to see, but I didn't even know this was happening. And so I think this looks like a lot of good TV coming and I, I can't wait to watch it. I know there's going to be plenty. I mean, there has to be plenty of movies on Donald Trump coming up at some point because this has been, you know, the worst, right? So, uh, he has to be, he has to be coming down the line here with, uh, more of those so uh, but Brennan Gleason is a great actor so I, th I think he's really going to do a great job with that role can't wait to hear his Donald Trump impersonation uh, that's another thing I'm just excited to hear more Donald Trump impersonations because everyone has one and man this guy's a professional actor so this is got to knock this out of the park tell you what if he comes close to Christian Bale's Dick Cheney we are all in we're we are we're all in we're in for a treat <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, but yeah, guys, that wraps up what's in the news. We really, again, there wasn't huge stories at all throughout this week. It was just kind of little minor things, but I did want to have a podcast this week and, and at least talk about it. Um, 
but that's going to wrap up today's episode. We don't have a major topic today. Um, so yeah, I just kind of want to check in with you guys and, and, and put out a podcast. Hopefully something you can enjoy listening to on your walk, run, commute to work if you're working right now or something you can listen to in the background while you're working from home. Certainly hope you guys are all staying healthy and, and happy and everything. So hopefully this helps pass some time during your uh, extended because uh, we're still all doing a little quarantine and that's that's just a fact of it we still can't we still aren't living 100% normal lives so hopefully this gets you uh, through another hour of quarantine um, well um, but yeah guys next week we're going to do another episode of Cinemaxic uh, we're going to have uh, you know hopefully the whole crew back for that episode but if not we're definitely going to have someone on it's not going to be just a solo episode I just wanted to get this one done and, and out to you guys um, but yeah thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode be on the lookout for more I know two weeks ago we said we we're going to do a force mission and to be honest we were we actually recorded half an episode and we had to pause and then we didn't actually ever get back to doing the rest of the episode so Tim and I got to iron out the details again the rest of the episode out so you should get a new force vision with all the new mandalorian casting news and all that good stuff that's coming up uh we'll probably throw in a few more headlines too that have recently come out like star wars celebration is canceled it is uh the worst it sucks that is uh that pains me to say i don't like saying that out loud i want to pretend that does not exist <sighs> covid damn you damn you covid but again, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, be sure you download the Anchor app. You can get a lot of great features out of there. If you li like listening to us, if you have questions, if you have topics, if you have things you want to just bring up in the podcast, you can go to the Anchor app. You can leave a voice message. We could take that voice message. We could patch it into the podcast, and it'll be just like on the radio. We're going to be like, run our next caller. Boom, press play. You guys talk. Boom, we discuss what you talked about. So if you like listening to us, I highly recommend you download that app and leave us a voice message. We would love to hear from you guys. Seriously, we would love it. We'd love to patch you in. It would make our day. So be sure you guys go ahead and do that. You can also follow us at CinemaxicPod on Instagram, Cinemaxic on Twitter. You got us at CinemaxicPod at gmail.com for topics and discussions. Guys, we have big stuff coming down the line. I told you about our YouTube channel. We're going all in on it. We have new logos. We got some really cool stuff going on with those logos that I'm going to show in a live stream coming up. We got a couple live streams for Force Vision and Cinemax coming up. And again, we want to continue to do live streams. We don't want that just to be a one-off thing every once in a while. We'd really like to keep doing those for every episode because it seemed like some people enjoyed them. Um, and yeah, I'm, we're, we're going to really go in on growing this thing. I want to put flyers everywhere. You know, I want to, I want to grassroots spread this thing, see what we could do. I think we could build a little audience and have a nice little community here. It'd be exciting. So, um, I, again, guys, you've been with us all this time. Thank you so much for listening and, uh, and, and being a part of this. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much going to cover it all today. As, as always, I'm your host, Max Leadham at Max Fozzie, and, uh, we will see you next time. And as always, Watch on.